Uh, what you what, what you been playing recent recently? I guess I beat the uh, Ratchet and Clank remake today, so I can move on to uh, at at to Rift Apart now. Nice. Is that like the first PS5 only game you've played so far, other than like Returnal? Um, yeah, weirdly enough, I eventually want to get a copy of uh, the Uncharted 4 and. Well, no, I'll probably just get the remake for Ghost of Tsushima because I haven't bought the OG version of that. I still don't understand. I have a perfectly functional copy of uncharted 4 but i can't get like the visual upgrades really for it and unless i buy the uh unless i buy like the legacy of thieves collection that's on the ps5 if i put the ps4 disc in the ps5 it's just going to be the base ps4 version all right that's Something. Yeah, I'm <laughs> pissed off at that too. Yeah, it's just that just seems odd is really what it comes down to. It just it just feels odd. Well, why don't we start off today with with a with an intro? Hello and welcome to another episode of That's Just Gamer Talk. I'm the gamer one two four. Join with me as always is the cruise man himself. I I'm did, cruise gamer. I didn't realize we were already live. I okay. told you I was hey. I told you we were live. I know, but I'm dumb. <laughs> You know what? That's fair. There's there's just times where you're just like you just kind of space stuff. <laughs> it happens. So uh, what what happened in the video game world this 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 week this past week? Fucking nothing. A lot of NFT stuff. I don't give a fuck to talk about. <laughs> like I just there's so much of like that stuff. I just don't care to talk about. So I'm just not gonna. <laughs> I mean, it's a dying brand, really. There's <laughs> there's like multiple NFT games that are like players are quitting and they're just like wait don't quit we don't want to keep exploiting you and they're like no we're not gonna let you exploit us then there was the whole like uh nft bullshit crypto bullshit thing that like scandal that happened and i'm just like okay that's not great and then uh what the hell else is there square enix like square enix president is just like yeah nfts are the future and i'm like no they're not shut the fuck up uh, there was like that rumor for that was going on for like maybe an hour or so that um uh, Bethesda was making an NFT game, and then CEO Mike Yerbaro was like, "Yeah, no, that's not happening ever." Yeah, Blizzard said that too. There, there was rumors that Blizzard was making one, but they said, "Nope, that's not happening." Thank fucking god. Yeah, people were worried that uh, Overwatch Two might be full of just NFTs, and we're like, "No, please, dear, no." So that they they've confirmed that that's not happening. So. That's good. And that's NFC talk for you. <laughs> I guess I don't give a fuck. Give a fuck. Anyway, what what did happen this week? Uh, I guess literally like a couple, like an hour ago, Jason Momoa got confirmed as the, uh, as Steve from the, from the Minecraft film that was said to be out in 2019, got pushed back to 2022, which is this year. And, uh, uh, there's a new director, and then they just announced a star. There's no trailer. There's no nothing. So it's not happening this year. Do you ever think we're getting a Minecraft movie ever? Mm, not really. I almost kind of hope not. Jason Momoa is Steve. Apparently. That's so weird to think. Of. According to recent reports, he's going to be Steve. Like, what's is it going to be like an animated Minecraft? Movie, I or is it be live action? so. I, I assume it'll be an animated one. And he's just doing voice acting for it. 
Okay. I, dude, who who even knows anymore, man? Who who the fuck knows? I just thought I was like, this feels so weird. I'm just like, oh man, Minecraft film, that's not gonna happen. It's up there with the portal. It's just never gonna happen. It'd be cool if it would. Oh yeah, absolutely. But like it's never going to. <laughs> Every every you know every year I hear about this portal movie. Every year I hear about the Minecraft movie. It never fucking happens. It's never gonna happen. Every year we hear about the fucking Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Yeah, that's never happening either. I'm convinced of that and, one. And you know what? I'm actually convinced that all these projects are eventually going to exist because I remember Gross. years before it originally came out, I saw um they were in pre production for the Venom movie and it Venom. and I was like, that's never gonna happen. They're never gonna fucking make a Venom movie, and you know what they did? They fic- they fucking made a Venom movie. I saw I saw Guardians of the Galaxy when that was in pre production. I was like, they're never gonna fucking make a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and then they fucking made a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and then I I saw um uh, the Eternals, and I was like, okay, they're never going to make an Eternals movie, and I was wrong again. So, I may be wrong here, but I th- I'm confident that eventually all of these movies are going to exist in some form. Yeah, uh, that's scary to think about. Yeah. You just see the future. Just, well, they were all in pre-production, I, I, and right. I was just like, I, I doubt they're actually going to make these. There's no fan for for. Ugh, there's no fan for for any of them, and there's just no money to be made, and they all came out, and at least one of them made money. Did you see no the uh, what is it? Is did, did I? Is this just like people wanting this to happen? But I mean, is Amazing Spider-Man three in production currently? No, I I couldn't believe that it would be. I I th- I thought I saw something that it is. And it was like a concept trailer. I don't know if that was just like a fan thing people, of people wanting that to happen or if it's actually like a thing. I feel like it's just a con- it's just a fan concept where it matches like Tom Hardy's Venom with Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I'm just like, I highly doubt this is going to happen, but. Yeah, I don't know. I need to read into this more. I would be shocked if they gave Andrew Garfield another Spider-Man movie before they went back to Tobey Maguire, but hey, stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. Hmm. The, the first trailer for Love and Thunder came out today. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I didn't see it, but... Oh, well, I kind of saw it. I saw it for, like, first, like, 30 seconds of it or something like that, and I'm like, oh, it's just Thor running cool. I'm sorry. I I just there, I don't know what it is about Thor. I just don't give a shit about him. I, I've told I've told you. I was like I went to I went to go see Ragnarok, and I'm like I feel like everyone really likes Ragnarok, but I fell asleep in the middle of that movie because I was just like so bored, and I woke and I woke up to the moment where Hulk slams down on 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 Thor, and I was just like what the what the fuck? It's <laughs> like I miss so much. You just leave at that point, then? No, I watched the rest of the film. I was just thoroughly confused to what the fuck was going on. 
I, w- I think I walked, I watched it like another, like a week later or something like that. And I watched it and I stayed up for all of it. And I'm just like, oh, this makes a lot more sense. I, re- I yeah. still didn't give a shit. I, I mean, it's a fine movie, but I just, I don't I mean, know. I don't know what it is about like Thor as a hero. I just don't, I just don't particularly like. I mean, I wouldn't consider any of the like MCU movies to be like high quality cinema. But, no, like. There's very, there's there's very all... few, I feel like, that what you would consider that. Yeah. Now I'm curious, what is your favorite MCU movie? I mean, I guess No Way Home, if you really look at it. Yeah. Okay, let's say aside from No Way Home, because that's, that's uh, like a cheating answer. Uh, hmm. I still think it's, I think, I think it's Homecoming, to be honest with you. It's either really? Homecoming or it's Doctor Strange, just because I like Doctor Strange. I know, I know, Black Panther was up there for a while though. And you know, what the, you know what the thing is about like all of those movies I just said—they're basically just standalone films. I don't know. I it, it's the MCU is cool, and it's kind of cool to see that every one of these like heroes is interconnected in this one giant universe. But at the same time, I'm just like, yeah, just give me like a like a cool story with just a single hero, and it's just like that's. Those movies I always find that are very, very much better. Uh, where it doesn't need to be about the greater universe. It can just be about the hero themselves. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, it was like Homecoming was kind of that. I mean, they had Iron Man in it a little bit because he's like, but it was also kind of just like, it was sort of like the Tom Holland Spider-Man's like uh, origin, but not really. Yeah. I mean, Iron Man played a, pretty big part in that movie i mean he was the he he did stuff but he didn't really do stuff like he was there and helped guide peter but at the same time he was like in in reality he wasn't actually there okay like he didn't do a whole lot like he had words of wisdom for peter basically and like saved a day once when like everything went awry for 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 uh, on the boat That'd be like the only time that I think Iron Man actually did something. Yeah. Was that the was that the scene? Oh, no. When was the scene where it was like where it where, where it like fly doesn't he like fly Peter back and he's like, if you could really care, you'd really be really be here, and then and then Tony Stark comes out of the Iron Man suit and he goes, Oh shit, he actually is here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was I think that was after that that uh that he said that. I was like, that was kind of cool. I like that. Overall, I was like, I don't, I haven't seen a majority of the MCU, but I, I get, I get the idea. Yeah, uh, I certainly see why it appeals to people, but I think we've discussed this before. I think it's kind of losing its momentum or its luster. I mean, the thing is, is like they, 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 they did the ten-year payoff. They did the build-up and the payoff with Endgame. So now they need to build that up all over again, and it's which is going to take a while. Case. Yeah, so that's that's the idea. So I I like the like the the kind of like where they do standalone films almost where yeah where I mean it's not saying you can't have other of heroes isn't like isn't like in the in Love and Thunder they're supposed to be like Guardians of the Galaxy is supposed to be with Thor yeah so I'm just like okay that's I mean that's fine. It's like, I think even like Multiverse of Madness is going to have the Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to basically be exploring the multiverse. It's basically what we know about it right now. 
I'm actually quite excited for that one. I, re- I liked, I really liked the uh, first Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, I was like, if I'm going to go watch this film, I was like, I feel like I should, I should definitely watch Doctor Strange so I know what the kind of the general idea behind it because I was like, I didn't, I don't know jack shit about Doctor Strange. Dude, the first one came out in 2016. I know, and I didn't watch it. Wow. <laughs> well, no, I'm not, I'm not busting your butt for not watching it. It's just that was a really fucking long time ago. It's it's hard to imagine. It's hard to think about that movie as being six years old at this point. Mm-hmm. It just feels weird. It does. It really does feel weird. Especially because I was like, oh, I watched it a couple of weeks ago. And then I was like, I was like walking around going, Dormammu, I'm here to bargain. And I'm just like that. That is such an old, old meme. I'm like, I'm like, I'm that old guy that walks into a room and goes, hey, what's up, cool cats? <laughs> what's up fellow kids what's up my fellow kids what's what's happening in the hip hops <laughs> what's popping my g's oh god are we for shizzle today are we cringe enough right now i'm hippity hopping all over this joint yo yeah yep yes we are uh god you know moving on from that uh so we were talking about a little bit about how there might be a Portal 2 or may or may not at this point. But uh apparently the writer yeah, for Portal <laughs> for Portal 2 uh is has exp- uh has what the fuck am I trying to say here? <laughs> the guy that made has the expressed first interest games. in into making Portal 3 basically saying he's not getting younger and if he doesn't if they don't make it now he will be too old to then make the game. So he wants he wants to make Portal 3 and he's trying to get people to get on Valve's case to actually make it. I mean, I feel like everybody's wanted Portal 3 for years now. Like, yeah. we've spent the last, what feels like, decade and a half busting Valve's butt to put anything out. The fact that I think that, the fact that we've got fucking, um... Get that Aperture Desk, uh, desk game, didn't they, with the Steam Deck? Aperture Desk Job and um, Half Life Alex. I find I I think the fact that we got those two games is miraculous. I I don't understand. Like if they made Portal Three, Half Life Three, fucking Team Fortress Three, Left 4 Dead Three, they could make so so much money, and they're just not right now. And I do not do not understand why. I I don't know either. Like, I don't get it, but I, I don't know. I, 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 I can only assume this is just his like way of saying, yeah, I really, 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 really want to make it before I, uh, before I'm just too, I, before I'm just too old to do it type deal. And I, and I assume that he has a, he has like a plan or a story in his head that he wants to do with it. So, yeah. I mean, he. I, it also comes like, oh, the Steam Deck's out now, so it's like, might as well, right? You know, let's put stuff on the Steam Deck. So, I don't know. I always thought that was kind of funny. Like you were saying, though, it's like everyone's been asking for any three game, <laughs> Left 4 Dead 3, Half-Life 3, Portal 3 from Valve, and, you know, Valve's just like, hey, we're making a buttload of money on uh, our storefront, so, meh. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> Yes, but you could make more money. Exactly. Exactly. 
And they're just like, why be eh. okay with a lot of money when you could have all of the money? Exactly. It's like the the Futurama Futurama meme is like, shut up and take my money. <laughs> so, but no, they uh, so we'll we'll see if uh, anything happens because they were like on a podcast they were talking about it and they were just like, yeah, make it happen. Let's go make it happen. And I'm just like, okay. I'll see you in 30 years when they maybe decide to make that. <laughs> At that point, it'll be too late, though. The guy won't be able to make Portal 3. I know. I know. You know, it really is funny. It really is funny, though. It's like, will we ever see any of those, like, three games? Will Valve ever go back to making games that it's not just, like, Half-Life Alex? I wish they would. I... I will never understand why they're just letting all these like multi like multi million dollar close to possibly like multi billion dollar franchises just sit there not doing anything. Cause it's like I, I know these like franchises haven't been around for a while, but like anybody in the gaming scene knows what Portal is. Everybody in the gaming scene knows what Left 4 Dead is. And absolutely, absolutely Everyone knows what Half-Life is. It's like the name recognition by themselves could sell so many copies. I'm I'm guessing that there's people that had no interest in VR at all but bought the Valve VR headset specifically because Half-Life Alex was coming out on. Oh yeah. There are people that spent like close to $2000 to play that one video game. It's, it, it really, is. it really, it really baffles the mind. Especially, it's like you, you, if you really think about it, it's like especially like you know the writer for Val, for Portal Three. It's like he has ideas, he wants to make them, so why not let him? Like, imagine what you could do with with Portal with like game engines now. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching like I think it was a Valve documentary or something where a where a good, like, decent game idea was brought to Valve's desk by a developer, and they were like, yeah, it's, I think it's a multi-million dollar idea. And apparently Valve's response was, yeah, but we're looking for multi-billion dollar ideas. We don't want to make multi-millions of dollars. And it's like... You know, you, you, you say that because he did address that, where uh, he says that this this game probably won't make CSGO money, but it will make money. <laughs> Like he, I think that those were his exact words. Yeah. Are you going to make CSGO monies? Probably not, but it's still going to be money. God, it's, it's that, it's that kind of mentality. I'm like, that's probably never, ever going to happen then. Never, ever going to see these types of games. And I'm just like, man, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. No. And it's like Valve will, like, uh, they'll like approve a shitty project like Artifact because it's like, oh, this has the ability to make, uh, fucking, yes, uh, CS:GO level money. CS:GO level money. It won't be a great game per se, but it'll make that much money. And Part of me just wishes, like, if they're not going to do anything with these franchises, why not just give them to someone else? 
I I get it because it's like they want to hold on to the lucrative name, but it's like why you're why are you holding on to it if you're not going to do anything with it? Or uh, just like give it to a a studio to make their version of it and make them give you like 50% or something. I I don't know. I just do not I simply do not understand. I don't know. I wonder if at some point it's like that they want that they want it to still be on that pedestal and they're afraid if they make another game that it won't be on that pedestal anymore of like the one of the greatest games. And I'm sitting going like, that's really the reasoning? That's dumb. I I feel like that shouldn't really let let it get to you. Oh, no. But because like, I, yeah, it won't be the like literally the greatest game ever. It's like, who gives a fuck? We've been waiting for this game for what feels like a decade now. We don't care if it's the most amazing thing or not. Like, we just want to actually be able to play it. Well, you slide dog. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll get that Portal game, and maybe one day we'll get the Portal movie. Really, Portal Central. You think now that he's got people talking about it, they'll actually be pushed to make a Portal video game? Maybe maybe Valve gets a few more emails saying, make Portal 3, but I really... Unless, like, the whole gaming, like, scene as a whole was like, Valve, we're not going to buy games off of Steam if you don't give us Portal 3, which is never going to happen. But <laughs> it's like there, there's too many, like, just Steam fanboys out there. I mean, we've talked about it, how they, like, just the amount of just, like, hate that the Epic Games Store gets just because it's not, it's not, it's not Steam. Steam. It's not Steam. And I'm like, it's dumb. And I, look, I, I I admit, I'm like, that Epic Games launcher still has a lot of work that needs to be done. But at the same time, it's still, it's, it's fine. It really is. Yes. Yeah. It works well. The, I personally like the presentation. I, I don't get this vendetta that people have with the Epic Games Store. I've never gotten that. It's like. If you're really like concerned that oh they're stealing data, I'm like look around you. Everything steals data these days. You know what's funny is I was like I I recently got an ad from Spotify from Spotify on my phone today that was like hey make a playlist for your pets and I'm just like I I've, I've never told you I've had a pet, but because I like search up just like dog stuff on the internet, it knows I have a pet, and I'm like yeah. You don't think that 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 companies are buying and selling your information already? It's not it, like it's happening a lot. It's been happening for years. Oh yes, we can't be surprised by it now. I know, but people I, are just like they're gonna buy. They're gonna do, they're selling all your data and whatnot. They're gonna tell it to the government. The government already knows fucking everything. What the fuck does it matter? <laughs> like I don't like it any more than the next guy. Oh, of course but... not. There's so little we can do to stop that. So, just because I got on this tangent, that last week, uh, John Oliver did this for his Last Week Tonight show, where he basically was, like, you know, just showing off, like, how easy it is for sites and people in general on the internet just to get information about you on the internet and send you targeted ads. So, he ran three fake ads around Washington to try and get like politicians to do something by basically holding their information hostage. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, we could run ads where it was like Ted Cruz talking about a Trump erotica, which got clicked on apparently a fucking lot. <laughs> and it was like two erectile dysfunction like ads or whatever. And, and, I'm, <laughs> and the amount of times that all those were clicked on, he's like, so yeah, Congress, if you don't like your information being bought, because he bought the information that from the from the ads he sent out there and it was just kind of threw out there. And uh, he's like, uh, yeah, you might want to do something about that. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's something. <laughs> Fuck. That is. Uh... And the funny thing is, it's 100% legal to do that. <laughs> and that, and that's what I mean, that's what he's trying to address. He's like, hey, maybe you don't like this, then fucking do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> so. I just thought that was I just thought that was funny because we we were on the subject. Well, that's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. No, you if you don't watch last week's and I with John Oliver, I'm like he does the fucking craziest shit. Like, what was it? His recent his the one I watched today was about like police interrogations, which is about like this like is all based on this old science of a video. That apparently cost a hundred dollars on the internet. So what did he do? He fucking bought it, watched it, and threw it threw it away afterwards. <laughs> when you got the money of HBO, I guess you can do that kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, how was uh how was the Halo TV series uh going? Just to good. Move, move on from where I was. They good? I yeah. I really enjoyed this latest episode. Um my biggest issue with it is that nothing really happened. Uh, it, I, I, the episode essentially ended where I expected it to begin. Like I expected that, like the last episode started with Chief and Halsey going back to the uh, that one planet to retrieve the artifact. And the episode ended this one hour episode ended with them actually retrieving the artifact and then leaving the planet. We know nothing about the artifact itself. Hmm. Other than they found it. It's. It's I mean, very, it's not it's very bad. interesting though. It's just like that if it's only going to be nine episodes, they spend a whole episode on the artifact, but not explain it. Like, do we even know what it does? No. Do we know why they want it? We're, uh, we're. I'm guessing that it's going to show them where Halo is, and the only real other thing that happened in the episode was. There's this other Spartan that, uh, like, took out her emotional, like, suppression chip and uh, is now working with this other scientist to figure out what the what the uh, covenant language is. By essentially by the end of the episode, they figure out that they're looking for this thing called the sacred sacred ring by just putting together all the knowledge that the Spartans have of the covenant language. Hmm. Which is I mean, I that's interesting, it's I suppose, but this scientist that works for the military was like, hey, I need you to keep this a secret. And I'm just like, wait, why? This is a big important detail that could lead that could be like like hide changing in this giant war. And you want to keep it from the military? And you're asking a Spartan 
keep it from the to keep it from the military. Yeah, and totally. She and she's like, oh yeah, uh, easy. I can do that. And it's like, wait, why? No, don't do that. Don't don't you give don't in to peer pressure. Uh, based on the previews for the next episode, it feels like that whole plot point is going to be rendered completely moot anyways, and they're just going to be like, oh, there's a halo ring. That's cool. And which means almost all of that was pointless. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think I th- I think it was fine, but nothing really happened in it. Thankfully, I do want to point this out because last week I did make a point to say there hasn't really been much action at all in the series as of yet. It looks like in next episode, there's going to be actually quite a bit of it. So that's good, at least. It's good. Uh, like, sh- shit is finally starting to hit the fan. What, that was episode four? That was episode four, so... So four episodes, there's... and there's not been a whole lot of action in a very much action-centered game move series. <laughs> Nor have they found Halo yet, so shit is hopefully about to start hitting the fan. My fear is, though, I think the series is actually going to end with them finding and then landing on Halo, and then it's just going to be like preview for next season coming out next year sometime, whenever. It's like, oh, I hate okay. that. That's yeah, that that's concerning. I was like, I feel like you've. This is the thing that I've wanted to happen since episode, you know, three. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, can't you just like put them on Halo and have them doing cool stuff rather than just like, let's get to Halo now. All right. Now we're here next season, baby. (laughs) Uh. I mean, if they are making another season, they can drop the boring subplots. That'd be nice. It's fair. So one thing that everyone's pretty much universally uh, complaining about, it's just like, yeah, just we're cut. We're I, I get you worked really hard on all this other shit. We kind of just want to focus on Chief and Cortana and that shit that you know a Mister Chief. We actually give a fuck about. <laughs> Can you just kind of do that? Well, it's no Sergeant Dude. <laughs> Dude, Sarge hasn't been in the series yet. How have they gone so long without having Sarge in it? Uh, I don't know, man. It's really funny because, like, everything I know about, like, Halo is, like, I think from Dunkey's, like, videos on Halo where he just go where he's, yeah. like, it's just, like, it, the recap of all the Halo games. And, of course, it's, you know, it's Dunkey style fashion. So he's just, like, telling it funny and stuff like that. So I think he always calls him Sergeant Dude. And he's like, hey, Hey, Mr. Chief, I'm in the movie. It's me, Sergeant Dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that is like the extent of my Halo, my Halo knowledge. <laughs> that no, uh, what was that? What was that? Uh, what was that like DVD? Was it like Halo Legends or something like that? It was like oh, that movie was anima- awesome. Well, it was like yeah. it was like little animated uh, like mini stories, pretty much. Yeah, Halo Legends. Yeah. I love that movie. Oh, there's some good parts in that. I remember me and my brother always laughing really hard where it was like, I think it was like, was it one of the Spartans or it was Master Chief just like killed a bunch of aliens or whatever? Mm-hmm. And, and there's one part and all of a sudden like this grunt just gets up and he goes and he starts running away. He goes, he's a demon. 
and then he just instantly shoots him in the back and it's just it's just like that part always cracked me and my brother up it was it was so stupid but it just it was it made us laugh so hard there's shit uh, there's shit like that that that's the shit that makes me love halo when when stuff like that happens in halo infinite especially there will be parts where it's like if you want to see me beg Bam, you, you will be satisfied. And he runs the fuck away. Oh, man, I love the grunts, dude. Mm. We just, you guys yeah. just do that. <laughs> just make Halo you, into a comedy. It'll be good. Just, just have a bunch of action scenes. Have these cool dudes spout one-liners and... I feel like they should have a bee, they should that's, have like a B plot nice. of like grunts. Of just like what, 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 what like a life of a grunt is. Oh, dude, that'd be so good. <laughs> that would be so good. It's just them spewing one-liners like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good little miniseries, I feel like. Yeah. You know, like those, like, uh, what were they? Like, little, like, on some, like, the Disney, like, Pixar films or whatever, where they'd have, like, those, like, in, like, whenever you go to, like, Pixar film, they have, like, a little, like, 10-minute, like, story thing before the actual movie or like before some Disney shows or movies. Oh, the grunts could be like uh three for three's version of Scrat or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Perfect. That'd be so good. I feel I feel like I feel like if they did that in before like one of the Halo uh, the Halo TV series uh episodes, I feel like that'd be pretty good. Yeah, they could do that. like a that is a post credit scene where it's just like a ten minutes post credit scene where it's just them fucking around with grunts. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah, that's that's how Halo's going. Not not bad, not great, but not bad. Look, and Paramount, if you ever want to make a grunt comedy miniseries, we would all we would we would all love all it. For that. We would all love it. <laughs> Just saying. Paramount 343, Microsoft, whoever the fuck decides these things. <laughs> so. Oh, man. So did you end up watching uh, the Fantastic Beast film or no? Uh, not yet. Secrets of Dumbledore. It was, was it, it was, was alright. It was like, it was one of those things where it was like I kind of I feel like they should drop the Fantastic Beast part of the title and just call it Secrets of Dumbledore because a majority of the movie centered around Dumbledore. Not really much point in there being Fantastic Beast there. It's like the only reason they keep the name is because Newt and like his whole posse are still around doing stuff for Dumbledore, which almost feels like the subplot in a way. Like... I know I think a majority of the time, if not almost all the time, is focused on new, but it's like everything that's important is happening in the background pretty much. Like the first half of the movie is basically like nothing happens. I I, I shit you not. Like he literally sends like Newt and his whole group to go out to confuse the shit out of Grindelwald. That's that's the whole thing of what the hell he's doing. That's it. There's nothing done. Theseus gets captured and then saved by Newt. And they end up right back where they were, but in a worse spot. 
And I sit here going, why did we spend 45 minutes doing nothing? I'm, well, I mean... Also, uh, they, they spend a good amount of, like, or at least a good chunk of the beginning going like, oh, yeah, Grindelwald has this power to see glimpses of the future. And I'm like, hold on, what the fuck? When the fuck did he have this power? <laughs> like, it, feel like he it hasn't, that it hasn't <laughs> been noticed or noted in any way, shape, or form in the other two films. And I get that the first one wasn't really centered on Grindelwald, which was why it was actually pretty good. And the second one was just like, I, I, other than like his prediction of of another war and world for World War Two, basically, it's like, I don't really understand why, why, why he has this power all of a sudden. But okay, we'll go with it. So that's why they have. That's why they spend forty five minutes confusing the shit out of. Grindelwald, so that way he his visions wouldn't be centered around Dumbledore, so he could do the important stuff in the background. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I thought it was fine. I, there was a few, there was a few moments of it where it was like it somewhat didn't really make sense <laughs> at, at times. Like when you look at when when you look at the universe as a, as a larger whole, I feel like there's a big plot point kind of left, like that doesn't really make sense when you look at it in conjunction with the Harry Potter movies. Like for a good chunk of the movie, you see Dumbledore's brother Abathor in the movie. And he's kind of like, mm. you know, gr- grouchy, like I ah, fuck, fuck you, Dumbledore, because they never really seem to get along. And like, that's made clear in like, I think deathly hallows like part two or something like that. When you see him where he was like, he clearly doesn't, I mean, it's his brother. So he, does care but at the same time he's like yeah he's still kind of a piece of shit but in this at the by the end of this by the end of this movie it doesn't feel like they should be like that you know like it really feels like they should be like good brothers but they're just not and i'm like okay so that really doesn't make sense uh the other the other thing was that uh was it the whole wizarding world basically like who is Dumbledore? What does he do and stuff like that? Like why is he, or like why is he so mysterious? I'm like, I want to point out that one thing that they had in this movie was uh, one of the magical creatures that Newt find that Newt finds at the beginning of the movie is apparently like this super 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 rare like breed of this like it almost looks like a deer, like a dragon deer almost, but it's like mostly deer. I forget right. what they're. I don't. I forget what they're actually called. That that's basically how I look at it. But apparently, they have the power to look into pe- look into people's souls and tell them if they're a good person or not. Okay, and All with right. the and with these creatures, they determine who is going to take who's going to be the future of future leader of the Wizarding World. <laughs> because if this thing says you're a good person, you are the you are supposed to be the next like leader of the, of the wizarding world pretty much and uh gotcha and uh it, it's just like and, and just like at one point it like so it's how it does that is it bows in front of you that's that's how it determines that you're like the next leader so without completely spoiling the movie uh somehow Gr- grindelwald gets one gets uh, it's a, there's twins by the way uh, so that were born that day. So there's technically two people that could be the leader of the of the Wizarding World was born. I guess is the 
the whole idea. It's it's fucking weird. It's so so like Grindelwald enchants one to like make it so that he wins. Like he that that so the whole Wizarding World thinks that he the murderous psychopathic wizard that we've all come to know, who all of a sudden has gratuitous amount of fans across the entire world, rooting for him to win this whole thing, and he's just like manipulates the system so he does. But then you know Newton Dumbledore come in and it's like yeah here's uh no here's the actual one because you you enchanted that one, um. And then it bows in front of Dumbledore and he goes, no, I don't want it because I have more important things to do, like be the headmaster of Hogwarts. <laughs> and then it bows in front of another lady because who was actually was actually one of the candidates for the thing. OK. And it's the, the thing is, it's like with that, with that, with that whole explanation of what I just said was that later, later on, they like. Like I said in Harry Potter, they they make it look like Dumbledore is an untrustworthy guy, but I'm like, it was shown across the entire Wizarding world that this thing that can see into your soul and can't you cannot lie to it is saying that Dumbledore is a good person and one that you should follow going forward, and yet everyone seems to then years later forget that fact and call everything into question. K- kind of really makes you wonder what the fuck like what the fuck but okay we'll take that for face value i guess Alrighty then that that's that's my biggest complaint like the also apparently dumbledore has the ability of the mirror event the mirror dimension from dr strange where you can fight wizards and inside everyone's head like he fights credence inside of his head pretty much in a mirror dimension is how I look at it because everything's funky and wonky and this is fucking dumb. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. This sounds all so fucking dumb. It it wasn't like the best one. It it goes it goes crazy. Wizard like and it, it's no surprise that wizard powers are just completely made up. But it's like it it just feels like they really went crazy with this with this one. And then there was like multiple different yeah. plot points that were just like not. Which is so null and pointless. It's like they really should have just done this as a different series. Like it should have just been focused just on Dumbledore solely. But they didn't do that because it's got to be Fantastic Beasts and you got to have Newt's Commander because fuck having a lighthearted, ser- lighthearted like movie series where it's just Newt exploring magical creatures. Well, Newt exploring magical creatures and writing his book, which by the way is already written by the third movie. And he's like, so, because like one of the other people you meet in the movie is a fifth year charms professor from Hogwarts, who says that yeah, your book is now given to all of the my uh, like is reading material for all my fifth years. She says that word for word. So he's already written his book. He's a world renowned zoologist and the only one at that point. And I'm sitting here going like, wait, why the fuck is Newt still in here? His story's written pretty much. I mean, uh, when this whole series began, what I thought initially was going to happen is either they do the keep doing the whole Newt Scamander thing where it just is him discovering Fantastic Beasts and all this stuff and, and writing his book. So that way, at the at the end of the series, when he's like discovered a bunch of different new 
magical creatures that he would just like educate the world on it and that would be like yay happy go lucky and stuff like that no that's not what this series is i i figured it was going to either be that or it's going to cover like the noteworthy wizards in history that like wrote books for the uh like for hogwarts and you know other world building shit and it's clearly not that and i i it's really like it's taken a transition for where from first movie was all about Newt, then it the second one was about Grindelwald, and then they then it's and then it kind of had it followed into this what what you would think would be a subplot of this where it was the relationship between Grindelwald and Dumbledore turns into just a full on Dumbledore film. Where do they go from here then? I don't know. It's like like at at the end, Grindelwald escapes. So they're just like, yeah, are you going to go after him? And they're like, yeah, I'm totally going to do that. So I want to point out that they aren't fully convinced that they're going to keep making this series, by the way, just because like they had to do, it cost them a lot of money to make this film because of all the reshoots because of Donnie, Johnny Depp getting out as Grindelwald. So, so they're not even sure if they want to keep making the series anymore. So they're waiting to see how this one does in the box office. Uh, spoiler alert, it's not doing well. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm not surprised. It's like, it's like I said, I, I think I was talking to Nick about it because he felt the same way. I was like, it really should have just been a Dumbledore movie. Like, if they really wanted to keep going with Newt, they should have just done, like, a magical creatures thing where he's just writing his book. He's just exploring magical creatures. Like, what's wrong? What's so wrong about that? That's what made the know. first film so good. I feel like they're trying to do basically Harry Potter again, like build up this big intimidating villain that they fight throughout pretty much the entire series. And then you get the big payoff at the end with uh, Grindelwald finally being defeated and our heroes finally ride off into the sunset. The problem with that is I, f is I feel like that essentially could have happened already. I yeah, it definitely could have happened by now, but they had they had this uh, they had the blood pact, so they can't, so Dumbledore and Grindelwald can't fight. Which, by the way, in this next movie, gets broken in what I think is a pretty BS way. <laughs> I mean, we saw them fighting in the trailer, so we knew that was going to happen. But well, okay, how it happens? Because like literally, Dumbledore says early in the movie that that he can't break the the blood packs pretty much that he's gonna have to find a way to fight Grindelwald without actually needing to fight Grindelwald and pretty much like Grindelwald it, it's it's a technicality okay like that's really that's really what it is like it's a technicality of why it was broken and I guess I mean spoilers if you care slash anyone listening cares but like I don't um, don't worry yeah so Grindelwald uh, looks at Creed and says he's failed him for the last time type thing. So he uses mm -hmm. the killing curse to kill uh, Credence, which also, by the way, we find out Credence is actually Abathor's son, which is Dumbledore's brother's son that he didn't know about until very recently, apparently. Right. And uh, he tries to kill him. So Dumbledore, the two Dumbledores, so Abathor and, Al and Albus save Credence. So by by Grindelwald attacking Credence, who is a Dumbledore, <laughs> it, it, 
uh, he then broke the blood pack because they bo- they both started fighting at the same time. Now, you would think that that would be reason enough for them to break the oath. No, uh, Dumbledore afterwards says, I don't know why it broke. I guess you could call it fate. It's like you really couldn't have come up with a better reason than just fate. God damn. It's like I th- I thought my I thought my reasoning was was pretty solid that basically both both of them decided that no our our ideals conflict too much we need to like settle this between us. So this is preventing us so fuck it. <laughs> Just get rid of it. But no. I mean <laughs> No, that's not that's not the reason they give at least. Okay. Neat. Yeah. It's like other than mm-hmm. other than some solid actions, a solid action series, and and uh, some pretty funny moments. I'm like, it wasn't a bad, it wasn't bad. It's just like in my mind, it's like this really shouldn't be a Fantastic Beast movie. Newt really shouldn't be in it. His whole entourage shouldn't be in it. There shouldn't have been this stupid blood pack thing. And it's just like it should have just been like Dumbledore's rise to like f- greatness, pretty much. <laughs> like why he became like one of the most re- well-respected wizards. You think they could ever like go on just like making uh, like Wizarding World movies without the whole Fantastic Beast things going on? Like I get that's their new franchise or whatever, but I mean, yeah, I definitely think pretty- they could. Like if if they just wanted to draw, if they wanted to either like. <laughs> Almost feels like they wanted to retcon the last two movies and just make and just really do what the, what we all thought they were going to do with Fantastic Beasts, and just like saying, "Hey, Newt, go out and go research creatures." But I really don't think they're going to do that, dude. Hufflepuff movie, <laughs> or or even like you could even like do because like Tina, like the the Newt's love interest, isn't even in the movie for a majority. Actually, ninety nine percent of the movie. Oh yeah, because she's apparently the new head of the head of Aura for uh, the U.S. Uh, uh, Ministry of Magic, so she's too busy to come and you know save the world from Grindelwald. <laughs> hmm, I feel like that's grounds for kind of being okay to drop everything and go and do this, you know. But I guess not. Not in America. <laughs> I feel like there's a message there. Yeah, but then she shows up at the end because the the wedding between uh, Queenie and and uh, Jacob happened, and then they get like this whole romantic scene at the end, and I'm like, that wouldn't have hit as well. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I, they, you could have done that in the middle of the fucking movie for all I care. Wait a minute. So, fat guy and Queenie get married in this movie, but yeah. didn't she go insane in the last movie and join Grindelwald? What well, happened? To- she. In, what you find out is that right at the beginning of the movie, she instantly regrets her decision. Because she realized that Grindelwald doesn't care about her. Big surprise. The things she already knew. Including Credence. Credence who devoted himself to Grindelwald at the end of the last movie. Instantly regrets his choice. (laughs) Why did he do Exactly. It's pretty. It's just. It's just poor writing. It's this. It wasn't great writing. Like Credence. I could believe him going with the Grindelwald. That was. Final last movie, but the whole thing with Queenie—it's like she switched sides so abruptly and so violently in the last movie. It's like, okay, I, 
I'm hoping they're building to something with this. Nope. And so they just immediately throw that all out. It was that seems so pointless. So it's it, like you could have cut all of was. those scenes out of the last movie and it would have affected nothing. It pr- is it did, pretty much. Did it bother Jacob at all at least? That I mean, there were multiple times where he saw Queenie where it was like where she was like where she was basically just ignoring Jacob. Like pretty much because she was like, I want to come back, but like if I do, he'll probably end up killing you, so I'm not going to type deal. And like it was only after the world basically saw Grindelwald as like again, which we already know is a crazy psychopathic wizard that wants to kill all muggles, pretty much. <laughs> and but the world was convinced of this because the German M like okay, here's also another plot point that didn't really make sense to me. The first mission that Dumbledore gives them is to go to the German Ministry of Magic because I guess that's where it's not really explained. Like for me and my brother thought it was they were they were basically voting for a new president of the of the Ministry of Magic for Germany. No, it was for the entire world, but it was never explained that that was the vote for the head of the wizarding world. It was never, ever explained. So we're like thinking, okay, I guess Germany's just like the capital of, of like the Magic wizarding world and stuff like that. And they're like, no, 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 that's not true at all. And so it's like, that was never explained, but whatever. But like, yeah, basically he comes and like the whole thing is that it was that Dumbledore was sent new to deliver a message to the, to like the current head of wiz like the head wizard basically saying that like don't do don't do what is easy do what's right which is basically like apparently because he says that grindelwald has there's nothing that says sports that grindelwald's a bad person even though there's plenty that that points to him being a bad wizard and has broken multiple wizard laws which was stated in the first movie that he broke multiple wizard laws and that's why he is a fugitive across the world. He's resolved them. He's absolved them because there's no concrete proof is what he says. I mean, clearly he's just, he's, he's been taken in by, by Grindelwald and that's why he's doing this. But it's like, if I was any, if I was any wizard, like outside of there, I think you're a bunch, you're a load of shit. It's <laughs> just straight up. And that's the, and that's the whole thing. That's, and then like, that's where you first see him. And then like, that's where I, they like try to kill one of the two other people that are also part of this whole thing. And Queenie's just like, you have to get out of here. He's going or he's going to kill you type thing. And it's just like this whole thing. And I'm just, it's like, I'm just like, why, why is this? Why is this happening? Just fucking leave. <laughs> At least with like the last movie is like, there was a, 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 like an underlying plan that Grindelwald had and at multiple points he did it I thought pretty well for the for the most part like there wasn't like felt like just made up stuff happening going on or reasons that felt dumb in a way of what he was doing and why he was doing it whereas this one was just like Dumbledore had a plan and everything just went wrong and so to salvage so that heroes somewhat win. They came up with bullshit reasons as to why they ended up winning in the end. 
He just like it really just kind of fell apart. Best part of the movie was still was still Mad Nicholson as Grindelwald. Like he, he, you could see he was like clearly like. Well, in, I heard he did a really good job. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I honestly, I was like, to be honest with you, I kind of wish he was in there. Was he had done the first two movies instead of Johnny Depp? Not that I'm saying Johnny Depp did a bad job. It's just like I wish that I almost wish that I could see him doing the things that Johnny Depp did, and see how it would have resulted. Same. I, I think Johnny Depp did a good job, but I think he would have made a uh, uh, this new guy would have made for a better Grindelwald. So he and here here's how I look at it is like I when I first saw like and it would have first seemed like is that Grindelwald's a madman. You know he's he's like he's basically just like this crazy wizard that's willing that just does insane things to like prove like he's like a powerful wizard or whatever. But that's not the case. He's like a calculated, mischievous type villain in a way. Like he like he has plans and schemes. He's not like forcing his way in. He's not like some some like insane person, even though he has insane ideas of what the future should be for the wizarding world. And I'm just like I was like, the look didn't really the the new look made made the sense that Johnny Depp's look did not make me think that. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't watch it then. I'm Fuck. No, the, the actions, sounds... like I said, the action scenes are cool, but like there's just some writing when you really think about it doesn't really make sense. I think it would make sense if it was just a Dumbledore movie, but it's not. It's Fantastic Beasts. And that's what that's what that's what it suffers from the most, I feel like. Like it's a fine movie if it was if it didn't have Newt and everyone in it, if it was just a Dumbledore movie. Like I don't, yeah. I I kind of hope that going forward, whether or not they continue with the Fantastic Beasts or not, that they basically just like they just do like one offs, or like even like maybe two two movies, like focus on one thing rather than like trying to make a seven movie saga. You can just have like fun wizard movies. It doesn't need to be part of this whole like bigger picture. Like just having. Just fun movies you can just sit down and watch. It's a fun magic adventure. Like that's just kind of good enough. And I feel like they honestly make more money that way. Yeah, if they really want to like finish off the Grin- the Dumbledore Grindelwald story, it's just like just do it, but like it- not have Newt and his team in there, or if you do, have them actually doing something that matters. It isn't until the end that they actually do something that matters. It is it, it, it that is a hundred percent true though. I don't like so. Why even have them in the movie then? Exactly. Like that's that's I just what don't. I mean. It's just like just have it a Dumbledore movie. And even even like even if you do like these one-off movie spinoffs, like or whatever, or just like one movie like type type things, it's like you could throw Newt in there for a little bit, like a little cameo or something like that, or you could throw some other known wizard like you saw like what young McGonagall what was like when she was still a teacher she like find out she's been teaching at Hogwarts for over 50 years I don't know like you could have stuff like that you could have like Tina or like uh or like Newt's brother Theseus just like show up on occasion I also find it funny because like like remember how I said like Tina was like apparently she was too busy to like be a part of the the team whereas because she's like the, the head aura but I'm like, Theseus is the head aura for the British uh, Ministry of Magic. Yet he apparently he's perfectly fine to be a part of this team. He's not busy or anything like that. 
All right. So again, I asked myself, why the fuck was Tina not part of this team? They clearly don't have an explanation for you, and neither do I. Yeah. I think at some point they just stopped giving a fuck with... Because I'm listening to you say all of this, and very little is making sense to me. It's just... It's like... It's exactly that. I mean, granted, I'm a little scatterbrained, but at the same time, it's just like... there There is like an overarching story that somewhat makes sense if you really don't think about it too hard. But when you start to dissect the story a little bit more, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, why did they do these things? What was the whole point of certain of certain moves that Dumbledore made? Well, you you could say that oh, this is and in like and in classic Dumbledore fashion, he doesn't tell them what they're doing. Really, he just like it's like what he did with like Harry is like oh yeah, we need to go find the Horcrux. What you do after that, I won't tell you. <laughs> I will speak in riddles. Because I'm an old crazy man. Harry Potter, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I was and like, I, I, leader of the I wizarding do... world is chosen by a magic deer. They undid basically everything from the last movie. Well, not undid, sounds... but like they definitely did, like they basically like said, oh, Grindelwald no longer has people that believes in him. I'm like, but you still have like your main posse. <laughs> so. I'm just like, okay, I, I guess this definitively states that he is hated by the entire wizarding world, which is something we already knew. This all sounds so dumb. It sounds so dumb. Yeah. I. Yep. I. I. If you can make a coherent, cohesive plot story for uh, Secrets of Dumbledore, go for it. Because there's just moves where I'm just like, I don't really understand, but I'm going to go with it. I don't understand, but I will accept. Yeah, pretty much. Just because just because I want to just because I want to see where the hell they're going. And I thought like, oh, the thing the thing that really kind of like just thought it was was the moment of going, what? It was that when they were basically fire, fighting in the mirror dimension. It really did look like the mirror dimension from Doctor Strange because everything was like shattered when they, oh that was walking around like you could see all, everything that's around you but it wasn't their reality like nobody else was there but them that's why i call it the mirror dimension because i'm just like nothing that you do in this like credence and dumbledore have this whole fight that spans like a whole street down like london or wherever i don't even remember where he's at at the time and you're thinking like wait why are they having this fight in the middle of like a muggle city Oh wait, because they're not, because there's nobody on the streets, and you and then they, and it's clearly and then Dumbledore real shows off to Greedy, and so I'm like, oh yeah, we're not actually fighting in the real world. I'm like, boy, then where the fuck are you? <laughs> like, what is this magic we've never seen before? And why don't other other like wizards utilize it more? Why doesn't Dumbledore use it? <laughs> like, if he had I, fought Voldemort like that, I mean, like, because it seemed like if you were the one who casted it casted the spell you were basically like going to be the victor no matter what because you could warp reality to your to whatever you needed it to be and i'm just like this spell seems op just straight up maybe maybe it was to make dumbledore just look like he's like an unbeatable force of nature i i guess so how long do how long did we just talk about how long did i just rant about uh secrets of dumbledore was that like 20 30 minutes i feel like it was actually longer than 30 minutes. It, fe- it feels like it was at least 30 minutes 
Could have been longer. Yeah. It definitely could have been longer. Uh, well, that just shows how much uh, gaming news we had, which was like absolutely nothing. But hey. Well, we could still talk about video games if you want. Sure. You want to? Have you ever played the game Brink before? Oh my god, no. How many, how many copies of Brink you got? Uh, currently five. I have four with me at my desk, and I have another copy on Xbox somewhere. Got one for games for Windows, <laughs> uh, two for 360 here, and a PS3 copy. What if they made Brink, uh, like a Brink for PS5 or like Xbox Series X? Like what if they? That made- would be. What if they did that? That would be wonderful. It's it'd be awesome for a game that no one's playing anymore. I wonder what the Steam numbers are. Oh no. Do we even want to look? Probably not. Because it's free. I wonder if it's still doing better than Babylon's Fall. Oh god. I feel like is real real quick though, is which which game's doing better? Babylon's Fall or or Battlefield 2042. Battlefield 2042 is doing better. Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you want to know the uh, actual numbers for all this? Uh, sure. So Battlefield 2042 is at around 1,600 players right now. Babylon's Fall is at 32. And Brink is at 15. Yeah. Brink... Brink almost has as many players as Babylon's Fault <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I feel so bad. I feel so bad because Babylon's Fall is a bad game, but holy shit. I mean, they did it to themselves. <laughs> I feel I feel like the game did it to themselves, right? Yeah. I like Platinum and I want them to succeed. It's just this isn't the way to do it. This is not the way. Square Enix, you make great games. Just please stop trying to make live service games. Yeah, pretty much. It's like between Marvel it's Avengers and uh This and Babylon's Fall, it's just like maybe Maybe it's, just stick to like your single player games. It's clearly not your thing. It's probably a good idea to drop it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But don't worry. Apparently they put new content out for Marvel Avengers. You want to know what the new content is? What is it? New skins. Yay. Okay. That's the new content. That'll, that'll keep people playing. Yep. Totally. I don't. I don't get. I don't get Square. I was like, I feel like they had. They. They like. Like you said, they make really good games. Like they have a huge lineup of games that is all really good. Like that's coming up really soon. With like Final Fantasy 16, you got Forspoken. You got the FF7 remake Part Two. It's you got uh, King Kingdom Hearts. Hearts Four, and I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> like all those games are going to be really good because I'm just like I know they're going to be good because they love those games and they do really well making them but then you look at games like Babylon's Fall and Marvel Avengers and you go I feel like they were just contracted to make a game and didn't really give two shits about making it good what it feels like yeah yeah do they make do they make Guardians of the Galaxy 
uh, Guardian. Uh, did Square Platinum Games? Did Square make Guardians of the Galaxy? I believe they did. I'm wondering who developed it though. No, the game, not the movie. Uh, Let's see, it so was it's published by Square. Idius Montreal. Yep. Oh, they made the Deus Ex games. <laughs> Neat. That's weird. Obviously, what is... So Crystal Dynamics, they made Marvel's Avengers, and obviously now they're making... Um, uh, Perfect Dark, The Initiative. Probably oh, The Initiative is... Well, yeah. They, Microsoft's contracting them, and there's... There's a rumor going around right now that Microsoft's going to buy Crystal Dynamics from uh, from Square. Square Enix, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Right now, right now, they just need to get people in the doorway that can properly manage their studios because Xbox, I love you, but a lot of your studios just really need some more discipline. Need yeah. to be disciplined a bit harder. Yeah, you, you, it's, it's like good you to gotta be keep on. You gotta keep them on track at some off. point. Yeah. No. Yeah, they're. I don't know. They're in like that. Where they're in that. That phase is just like, oh, they want games to be made, and they're like, you you do what you do, you. But at the same time, it's like you kind of need to push them a little bit. Yeah. No, no one likes having strict deadlines, and if you don't want to like punish people or make things like super unreasonable, then you don't have to. But there has to be something there, otherwise, nothing's ever going to get done. You got to have some like soft deadlines that eventually turn into hard deadlines, pretty much. Yeah, it's how I, it's how I look at it. It's like, oh, we want it done by this time, but if it gets done. No big deal. We just like to see it around this time. And then if they don't hit that time, it's like, okay, when do you think you could have it by type? Yeah. Type deal. And it's like, they're like, okay, well then let's plan around that. And then if you need anything else, let us know type deal. I don't know. It's, it's a hard management. It's a hard management. I feel like so especially for like me, I, I'm I'm not in video game development, but if I had to take a guess, it's probably something similar to that. It's a very delicate line that you have to cross. Yeah. Like, it, it, it sounds like it could be really easy, but at the same time, it's like, it's definitely not. And no, it's not. The only reason I brought it up at all is because it's happening again, apparently, with um, Undead Labs, where the, that project's not as far along as they wanted, wanted it to be, apparently. The silver lining with pretty much all these studios is apparently they're doing better now and they're back on track to being released eventually, which is good. But it's like, eh. We just... We need, uh... We need these games to come out sometime, guys. Like, you're trying to stay in the race against PlayStation. They're actually putting shit out pretty consistently now. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a lull right now, though. But I mean, like, once we get like Ragnarok this year, it's like I feel like it's going to just take off again. Yeah. Are we still getting Ragnarok this year? I mean, supposedly we are. Maybe we'll get more about it on E3. Who knows? 
Maybe. Well, E3 yeah. time. Now, now, now it will not be E3, but I assume that Phil, a lot of, a lot of uh, things will uh, do, do stuff that, around E3. It'll probably be a state of play-esque thing around them. Yeah, there'll probably be a state of play. There'll probably be like a little Microsoft thing. I don't even know who else. Maybe there'll be a Square thing to kind of show off Forspoken again, slash whatever else they're working on. I assume. I mean, there's theories yeah. that there's already theories that they're probably going to show off part two of the FF7 remake during that time, or maybe something Final Fantasy 16. We'll see about that one, but you know, there's that. I mean, Square did say that around springtime that there was going to be more news about Final Fantasy 16, so. That counts. But yeah, it's. I was like, when are we not going to get Ragnarok? Oh boy. Did they end up pushing? I, I didn't. Wasn't there like news that they ended up pushing it? Or was that was that to this? Was, was that a while ago to this year? Was it? I think. Well, uh, Ragnarok was always going to come out 2022. I think they mentioned that it was getting pushed back to later this year as opposed to earlier. Because I think the original plan was it's supposed to come as it was supposed to come out around now-ish. I think the original release date was planned to be around June or something like that. And they pushed it back to November. I might be wrong, but... It says 2022 when you look it up on Google. Okay, so apparently it was supposed to come out in 2020, 2021. It got pushed back to 2022. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I remember that now. Okay. That, that is right. It's like, do we know much else for like Sony games other than after Ragnarok? I'm like, I don't think so. Not really, at least. We know about Spider-Man 2 and... Um, but, like, any that are coming out, like... And, like, next, like 2023? I don't well, think so. Like, well, like, I mean, just, like, this year, other than Ragnarok, I was like, is there anything else? Like, I know we had, like, Horizon. It also came out this year, but I'm like, after Ragnarok, is there anything else? I don't, I don't know. I mean, the big ones are Forspoken and Ragnarok. I don't think there's anything... Well, I don't even think... For, Forspoken, uh, isn't, Forspoken isn't Sony, either. That's Square. It is Square, but it's technically a PlayStation exclusive. Well, I mean, it's also going to be on a PC. Yeah. So, it's a PlayStation console exclusive. I was like, yeah. I know it's like PS... I think it's also... Is it a, is it a PS5 only game as well? I don't, I don't think it's going to be on the PS4. I think it is PS5 only. Let me check. Um, yep. Just PC and PS5. Nice. We need you to get that PS5 still. No, I'm going like to play a PC, bro. You can you can play it on PC. We need to get you that PS5, though. Eh. <laughs> I feel like hell will freeze over faster. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, I keep reading things. Apparently, the uh, uh, Target's still having that mega mega restock, though. Apparently, that's, that's apparently happening. At least rumors of it is... Because it's more than it's going to be apparently more than just like thirty five units. The where you see is like the average for most like restocks you see these days. Like wow, only thirty five. No wonder nobody gets them. I get, I oh, get that it's like they're probably they're probably having. It's still really hard to make all this stuff because everything's like expensive and hard to probably get. Doesn't but help that Microsoft is paying for uh, at paying for like chip advantages is what i'm hearing so apparently it's a lot easier to get a series x but oh yeah i see, I see i see series x now like uh, like 
on like every everything I see now. Like I saw, I was looking on Best Buy. I was looking at Target. You can buy, you just buy a Series X. Like they have them in stock. They don't sell it instantly. So I'm just that's like, pretty cool. I'm just like, all right, that's something, I guess. But again, PS5 is just like, yeah, still that one thing that everyone seems to want. Never have. Might not be today. Might not be tomorrow. Might not be this year. But it'll be someday. Someday. And that's the important thing. I mean, if it's anything like when I bought my PS4, I was like, oh, you know, PS5 was announced. Fuck it. Time to buy a PS4. Baby. <laughs> Maybe PlayStation will throw us a bone and just put Returnal on PC. That'd be cool. That'd just be nice. I'd play it on PC. I, I want to play that game on PC more than I want to play it on PlayStation anyway. It's I can't. I can't play like shooter games like that on controllers. They're just. It's too fucking hard. I tried. I, tiny, I tried a Tiny Tina's Wonderland on with a controller, and it's, it's how do people play like that, man? Dude, after I transitioned, I don't know how I played before that. Yeah, I don't know what it was either. It was something happened in Halo Infinite where it kept switching me to keyboard and mouse, and I was like, okay. If it's going to keep doing this, I'm just going to play with keyboard and mouse then. It's just like it feels like you're so much more in control with the with the keyboard and mouse. It it really does, too. Like, it, no offense, no offense to, to to like controller players, but I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, f- see the light, man. See the light. I don't know. Like you always have like the aim assist, and I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. And I'm like, let me let me miss every shot I do because I I do an outline of every shot I take. <laughs> uh, I was I was I was playing playing uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland by myself with like a character, so I wouldn't have to necessarily just play with my brother all the time. And uh, I realized just how shit my aim is. <laughs> it's bad. Either that or I have my sensitivity a little too high. But there, I was like, there was like enemy directly in front of me, wasn't moving. Boom, hit him on the left. It hit, it missed left. Boom, missed right. Missed up. Missed down. I don't know how the fuck I managed that, but I did. I was like, man, potato aim is is me. Especially because a lot of those guns are just like, you know, you don't necessarily need to hit like a headshot. Only, only with like the, uh, what is it, the. Uh, Certain one of the certain manufacturer guns you needed, you would want to hit crits with. They want to aim for the head. Yeah. Other ones are just like, yeah, just shoot them. It's fine. That is a game though. I was like, that has so much more that you, that you can do in that game after the game is over. Like, there's areas that we have that me and my brother have not gone to, like big open areas with a lot of different side quests on them that you don't need to go to. In the in the game, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of areas you don't need to go to in the middle of the in the middle of the main quest. Like, they're just side stuff if you really want to go to them or late games. I assume to fit all the side quests for all the uniques that they have. Apparently, there's like the there's one unique gun that you get for, for completing the main quest. It's like one of like the last main missions you do, and it gives you like it's like it's it's just a really good gun. I can't explain. I just can't explain it. But like, it really sucks that like. You get the unique at the level you currently are at, and you're probably not going to be max level by the time you beat the game if you go straight through the game. So I guess you just want to do side quests that you know the uniques aren't that great. Otherwise, you have to buy them in vending machines, which spawn randomly. Borderlands seems to be the one franchise that can do that well. 
there are so many. I I do it because been... I do it well because I I have some, I know I have my brother to play with who really gets into it and he's just like I want to I want to do this I'm like sure I'll do it I'll to point me tell me what to shoot at and I'll shoot it. <laughs> and he'll usually recommend the builder too. It's like hey you should check this out. And I'm like oh yeah this looks pretty good. Also the thing with Tiny Tina's Wonderland is the spells are really cool because some of them are just just broken. <laughs> There's a there's a spell called the Buff Miser, which just makes all your stats just go through the roof for like eight seconds or sixteen seconds or something like that, and just it's dumb, it's dumb, but it's so good. All right, well, should we call should we call it a day there? Yeah. The the, the podcast I was like maybe we'll get an hour out of it is now an hour twenty. How? <laughs> we had nothing to talk. About. Remember, I went on a forty minute rant about 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 Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore. <laughs> That's probably a majority of what this of what this will be. This is supposed to be a gaming podcast. You know, I had I because I, I, I was like we didn't have any news. I had a I had this like whole idea of like a little bit we could do of just like and it wasn't even like so much a bit. It was just like us recommending games that we'd like that you may not have heard of or like we may not have talked about or whatever in the past. And I'm just like, hey, you know, or we'll just you know, I'll I'll, I'll put it there, and uh, we'll see where we get where that takes us. We could just like talk about those games, but then we just then it was then it was Harry Potter. And then Harry Potter yeah. happened. <laughs> so, oh, dude, some I completely forgot about something that happened this last week. So, you know how fucking weird and convoluted the Five Nights at Freddy's storyline is, right? Mm-hmm. So the uh, Wendigoon video, uh, literally titled "I Explain the Entire." Five Nights at Freddy's timeline that was recommended to me. It was like an hour and a half, and I was like, "Fuck it, why not?" It's something to do. Oh no, it's it's actually quite good. There's some stuff that makes no sense, obviously, but I I genuinely think that the Five Nights at Freddy's story is an interesting one. I mean, and there's that, a reason. There's a reason why everyone, every time a new game is announced or a new game or a something new with it is is said, yeah. that people get all interested in it. And I'm like, and I'm 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 of the mind of that same mindset. Like, it, if you really understand it, it's actually kind of interesting. It gets a little convoluted at times, and like you were saying, it's like sometimes it doesn't make sense. I mean, granted, Scott Coughlin wasn't really planning on making so many different adaptations of the game after with the first he thought the first was gonna flop but he's like yeah. fuck it i'm gonna make it anyway and and then it was just like a whole rousing success and he's just like fuck now i have to try to make a story out of this i get that the only thing that really bothers me is the innard thing i'm not sure if you know what that oh what innard that is innard yeah where essentially this character michael gets his insides ripped gets out and this his is body is taken room. over, and then uh, this animatronic thing escapes, and then he lives. <laughs> he just yeah. gets up and walks away from that. It's like, yeah, n- no, hang on a second. Yeah, you can't just do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's that's just weird. And after. 
all that was said and done, I was like, oh, I wonder how the security breach works into uh, into all this. So I watched three, only three Matt Pat Five Nights at Freddy's videos. Oh God! And now everything on my fucking YouTube timeline, it it's like I'm 13 again. That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, you don't want to click on stuff like that. And I'm just, just saying it's like, you, you get, you get all your recommendeds are just going to be that for the longest time. Yep. So I'm never going to watch anything Five Nights at Freddy's related ever again. It was nice while it lasted. But holy shit, I don't like it that much. I was like, uh, I, I ended up watching some like baseball things on uh, on my YouTube. And now it's like everything baseball related or basketball related now is there. And I'm just like, look, I, I wanted to watch these two things. Now don't. Uh, YouTube algorithms. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you. I made my Pokemon deck. <laughs> it's all here. It's... We can actually play now. It's true. Nice. What kind of deck did he build? Typhlosion. If you don't mind me asking. Typhlosion. It's a massive eruption. Typhlosion. Do you know what massive eruption is? I don't know what massive eruption is. It's a. It's a. It's one of the moves that Typhlosion has. That base. It's one fire. It's one fire energy, and it does eighty times. You discard the top five cards of your deck, and then for every energy card that gets discarded with this, it does eighty times that number. So you reveal three of them, does what two hundred forty damage? Shit! And with one fire, with one fire energy, and I'm just like, oh, I feel like okay. this is this might be the mono red version of like of of Pokemon, and I'm just like, I feel like I've just made a mono red deck, and I feel disgusted. But I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know Pokemon. It's it's so weird because it's like with Pokemon and Final Fantasy. I felt like we both built these decks, and I feel like we're the only other opponents we're ever going to have for <laughs> either of them. Probably. I bet you. I bet you Nick would play Pokemon if we could ever. If we ever talked to him about it, I was like, yeah. I think he, I think he has a few decks that if he wanted to, it's like he probably man, plays. It, man, it's been a fucking minute since we've hung out with Nick, though. Yeah, I was like, I really only see him when it's like uh, when I go to the theater. It's like I talked to him for a little bit after after the movie and probably before the movie, and then I was just like, "Yeah, I'll see you for uh, Doctor Strange." I was in, I was gonna do an outro like fifteen minutes ago or something like that. Yeah, but then I brought up Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, you know, classic classic extender that that's clearly in the media these days is Five Nights at Freddy's. It's a Freddy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Thank y'all so much for watching, for listening. Uh, be sure to follow up my man Tom Cruise can't lose at his Twitch channel. I still got to figure out which way I got to fucking point in here because it's opposite my uh, from my thing. So I'm pointing left, but I need to point right on the screen. It's fu- my brain breaks every time. You're but you're you're good, my guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, be sure to uh, did I start, did I already said be sure to follow the Tom Cruise man. Uh, be you sure to, uh, to like and subscribe to the, the podcast and all that. Tell a friend, blah, 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 all that good stuff. Uh, tell us what you think of the Five Nights at Freddy's game series. You, 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 you hope they make more or you say fuck off. I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Goodbye.